Daniel in a tractor. Daniel in a tractor. Daniel in a tractor. Yeah, it's me, Daniel in a tractor. G'day everyone, it's John Pignataro here. Hello everyone, and thank you to, as you heard there, John Pignataro, who wasn't happy with my theme song, so I sent in his own version. Not sure I'm going to go with it, but thanks for the effort, John. He has also sent in a little bit uh, of another message, which I'm going to get to in a moment. Now, Johnny is a legend of my local area. The area of Coldstream is a very talented sportsman, very entertaining man. But his biggest claim to fame was that he is in the Guinness World Record books for having the world's largest teeth. Uh, his nickname as a youngster was Calvinator. That's because his teeth strongly resembled fridges. So, no, he's a good guy. Thanks for the theme song, John. Uh, now, today's episode, probably brief, just a couple of things to touch on. Um, a life hack that I'm so embarrassed that I haven't used until now it's just it's not even it's probably not even a life hack it's probably just a basic just method that you use in the kitchen to save yourself time um, and I might just play one more reaction to the fat versus skinny debate um, from a man called Pops. So back to Johnny Pignataro. So he sent in a theme song and he's sent in an accompanying message, and I'll just play that for you now. Daniel's podcast is dying, and you need me. Put me on your show. Put me on your show. Call me 1 800 Pigger. I played for Sydney. Thank you, John. Unfortunately, he's correct. Ratings are falling rapidly of Daniel in a tractor, so maybe a fresh injection of something new will get things back on track and we'll hit the top of the charts once again. So we'll have to get John into the tractor at some stage. He did play for Sydney. He got the call up in the late 90s to play for the reserves, and I remember like being part of his friendship group we're really hoping it was just going to be a launch pad to start him for him pathway to the AFL fortunately it wasn't to be but I'll hopefully discuss that with him in the near future when he gets into the tractor if his massive teeth can actually fit in here alongside me maybe we'll do a phone link up I'm not sure yet but that's something to look forward to for everybody out there. Thanks again, John, for your input. Um, and your mate, Danny Ventura, 
too scared to come on the podcast. So maybe have a word in about that. We need to discuss McFlurries because they are just a rip-off these days. The, the staff, they're just filling them halfway up the cup, not getting full value. So that's something that Danny in particular needs to address because he's fond of a Kit Kat McFlurry with pink sprinkles. Now, life hack. I don't know if this is actually a life hack or it's just a standard method of operation that people use in the kitchen. So 15 years ago was our wedding. I don't know if they still do this, but we had like a Maya gift registry. So you just put down on the registry what gift items you might like people to get you or whatever. And I'm just gonna tell you the two that we've got easily the most value out of. So I remember at the time I had no interest in cooking barbecues and I like I didn't even want a barbecue on the registry. But somehow it got on there. And not only did it get onto the registry, for some reason it was on like the most important list, like saying that that is something that we really, really want, which is was strange. But we ended up with a barbecue. I think for some reason I remember it was not, it was like a few people went in. My auntie Heather, I believe, may have been one of them. So we got the barbecue, and as it turns out, well, you've got a lot of use out of that barbecue, still using it today. I'm still not great at it. All I can really do is sausages and lamb chops, but very, very good value out of the barbecue. The other one is a sandwich press. Use it a lot. Now, for 15 years, We've been using this sandwich press, put lots of stuff on it, you know, obviously toasted sandwiches, with a bacon here and there. Um, and so you cook and then you clean it. Now, recently we acquired an air fryer. And I, actually not that recently, it was a while ago, but I, I didn't really use it because I didn't like cleaning it. It's just annoying, very annoying. So then, but one night I was researching how to make cheesy garlic bread using crumpets in an air fryer and they said to put baking paper in the basket and this was just just like a light bulb moment for me like you put the baking paper in nothing spills in the air fryer is at the end of the cook you just throw the baking paper out and you don't have to clean the air fryer and so ever since then I put baking paper in the basket. I cook, I use the air fryer a lot. And it's just terrific. Now I don't know how, whatever I've cooked has still cooked well. I don't know if like the baking paper in the air fryer has an effect on the way things cook. I don't know if you need air circulating through the holes in the basket or whatever, but whatever I've cooked works. So that was a game changer for the air fryer. So I was talking to my mother-in-law. So I've been married for 15 years. Mother-in-law comes over. I'm telling her about this air fryer hack with the baking paper. And she's like, yeah, I do that on the sandwich press with my hash browns. 
and then it clicked for me there why are why haven't we putting baking paper on the sandwich press when we're cooking things especially like bacon and that when it just all the oil is oh why haven't we been doing that more importantly why did it take my mother-in-law 15 years to let me in on this secret save so much time cleaning I can't believe it I feel so stupid that I haven't done this before and I'm angry at my mother-in-law she's known this all along so come on lift your game tell me more secrets about the kitchen please fat versus skinny what is worse the debate but the final word here well it's not the final word it's just the last thing we're going to play it's a, a message from a man called pops and what he thinks about the whole situation so here's pops Hi, Daniel in the tractor. It's Pops here. I've just listened to your podcast, um, episode two, series two, and wanted to comment on the fat versus skinny uh, debate. I actually agree with Anonymous. I think that uh, any kind of uh, shaming of someone's body shape is wrong and calling someone skinny is just as offensive as calling someone fat. So I think Anonymous uh, was okay to call this person out, particularly if they were using a whining, annoying voice, which it sounds like they were, and particularly it sounds like they might have been a bit drunk and in their face as well. So. I agree um, with Anonymous, call them out. And as a fat person, this person should have known better. They would have been the subject of ridicule for the best part of their life and they know how much it hurts. So to call someone skinny, which is a very offensive word, is just wrong and they should have known better. Anonymous, you carry on. Not a, not a bad take from Pops, quite succinct reasoning. And when you hear it like that, like you can sort of jump on board. I don't think there's quite a definitive answer in this debate. I'm probably, personally, I'm leaning towards fat being worse and being called fat is being worse than skinny. But I do appreciate both sides of the argument. Now I'm just going to leave you with a topic that I wouldn't mind getting some feedback on. Uh, getting some opinions. It was raised by a friend of mine the other day. He was playing golf and he got paired up with two young fellas who had just finished year 10. So it was their first day of school holidays. Year 10, going into year 11 out with their mates playing golf and my friend said that he thought that that moment in their life could be the best time of their life 
So I want to put it out there. What is the best time in someone's life? What period of time? So the first thing that sprung to my mind would be retirement. Uh, after you had done whatever, how many years of work, hard yakka, you get to the end and you don't have to work anymore. So that was the first um, period that came to my mind. I'm not saying that's it. Um, also, I was raised maybe early 20s, still living at home, no financial pressures, no real responsibilities. Maybe that could be it. So send in what you think is the best period of somebody's lifetime. That's about it for today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.